Are you flexible? Hi, this is Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Today's episode is Must Have Versatile Furniture. Well, and we're not just talking about being able to move it from one room to another room in your house. You know, most people move every few years, maybe every five to seven years. So at some point, you're probably going to be in another house. You're probably not going to be in this house 10 years down the road. And so it's really important to have furniture that's going to work in a new house. You don't want to have to replace a lot of furniture when you move. I think this will really help you purchase furniture that is going to work in many different ways. Flexible, as we said when we began. A lot of the items that we talk about today will be featured in the Vodacast podcast player. We've told you about that before. If you don't know about Vodacast, check it out. It's a wonderful way to enjoy decorating tips and tricks and all your other favorite podcasts and see images and links to a lot of the things that we're talking about. That sounds great. You ready to kick it off? Yeah, let's get going. So the first really versatile piece of furniture is an ottoman or a bench. Both are wonderful pieces, can serve a lot of different purposes in a home, and as Anita said, are great items that you can move from home to home with you. Uh, Can I make a confession here? Of course. We love confessions. I think I have five in my house. Oh my gosh. Well, you had the ottoman... (laughs) coffee table for so long, but then you switched over. Well, I have an ottoman in my bedroom and then there's, oh no, it's even more than that. But anyway, and then there's a bench (laughs) at the foot of my bed and then there's an ottoman in my new sitting room that was Evie's old room. There's a bench by the fireplace downstairs and, oh, I think I have an ottoman in my closet. I don't know. And then I have a bench in the study. There's probably more than that, but there's at least that much. Yeah, because they're so beautiful, so useful. Do so many different things with them. We can just list them up. Sitting, obviously. Coffee table, as Anita has done before. Footrest. Pop a color. Even storage, if you get one that opens up. You can hide it away when it's not in use. Slip it under another piece of furniture or something like that. And also what I like to do with smaller pieces. Like, can we include poofs in this category as well? Yes, of course. So a poof is a great way to sort of soften the edges of other pieces of furniture. Sometimes there's just that kind of hard edge between a wall and a a wooden piece of furniture or a metal piece of furniture where you just feel like you kind of need to fill it, but nothing really is going to work there. Maybe a plant would just, you know, flow out a little too much and you wouldn't really stick a chair there. It's a great place to put a small ottoman or poof because then you can just pull it away when you need it and slide it back into that corner. And while it's sitting there, it really softens the edge of that piece of furniture and makes the room not so linear. Well, another thing that you can use these for is extra seating. And that's why I actually put this bench in front of my fireplace was when we had guests over a few weeks ago for Evie's tea party. I was counting how many people we had and I was serving tea. Every I knew everyone needed a place to sit, so I put the bench there so we would have seating for a couple more people. So if benches are a great thing to tuck away somewhere because they will fit under a console or maybe against a wall. And then when you need them for seating at a table or maybe in your living room, you just pull them out and they're, again, they're flexible. So they really make wonderful additions to any room and 
you can move them from a dining room to a bedroom to a living room, study. I mean, I've used them in all those rooms. And like I said, I even have one in my closet. You know, a lot of times people that have a little bit bigger closet, they will put an ottoman in the middle of the closet to sit on when they uh, take their shoes off. So oh, how I glorious think, would that be? Isn't that nice? Yeah. I have well, a have- very small metal stool from Ikea that I really just use <laughs> to climb on to get things off the top shelves. I don't have that much square footage in my closet, but yeah, there's there's a goal. Closet goals right there. Have well, you had in. to have a Victorian and we all know. Yeah, they I'm lucky work really I have, big on closets. Exactly. I'm lucky I have a place for one hanger. Another great use of a bench is in a long hallway. Now, maybe people say, well, my hallway isn't wide enough. Well, that's true. Again, my hallway is not wide enough either. But if you did have a wider hallway or a hallway with a landing or something like that, you can have a shorter bench maybe on the landing. Again, not a place that people are going to necessarily seek out to sit down, but you're softening the space. Maybe it's a place where you'd rest a handbag or maybe you'd sit there to take shoes on and off. A great place to have a bench is your entryway. We recently did an episode all about your entryways and a bench is perfect. A storage bench, even better in that space because you can tuck away the off-season things like scarves and mittens and gloves, and then you can use it to sit down, take shoes on and off, place your handbag, place packages you might be bringing in or out. So really, really useful there. And then if, like you're saying, you have a tea party, pull it on up and you're, you got more seating. It's a really wonderful, versatile piece of furniture you should have in your house. I have one picked out for us. Let's hear it. Okay, and this is one of my favorite ones. I have something very similar to this in my house, and this particular one is called a Moneta solid wood bench, and I will include a link to it, but this is oak and linen, and it's very Frenchy. It's got the curved legs, uh, and it's got nail head trim, and it's tufted, and it's kind of a nice linen color, so it's, well, maybe, I can maybe, it looks like more of a gray. But it's a beautiful bench, and this is one that I've used all over my house. I think at the foot of a bed, it would be beautiful. Again, I've used this for extra seating at my dining room table. So this is a longer bench. You could put it in your entryway. It's going to be maybe a little narrow to use as a coffee table. But again, I think you could use it a lot of different places. And it is... Um, uh, this one's about $400. If you like the look, you can look around. Sometimes you can find these cheaper than that. But uh, I really like mine a lot. Uh, mine is not very neutral. So I came up with this ottoman that just really turned my head. A skirted cheetah print ottoman. <sighs> it, it, I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's really cool looking. And it is from One King's Lane. It's 25 inches by 25 by 17 high. So not overly huge, uh, but perfect for sitting, pulling up to maybe a coffee table, extra seating in the living room or for your feet. Or as I said, just sort of like in a, an awkward corner. It's really going to bring that corner alive. And then if it's ever needed, it's there for you for seating or what have you. And I came up with a bench as well, since we were talking about both types of uh, pieces of furniture. This one is from Grandin Road, the Silas Storage Bench. It has nail heads like Anita's, and it comes in a variety of colors. I was first looking at it in a neutral linen, but it also has velvets, like this lagoon blue that's really stunning. It's a really good looking bench. And it's it's like 
$250. It's a really mm. good price. Nice. So the next versatile piece of furniture we're going to talk about today is the dresser. It is not just for the bedroom anymore. Really useful in so many different places like an entry, dining room, even as a kitchen island. I think you've seen this too, Anita. Have you seen that where um, somebody put them back to back? So two mm-hmm. matching Mm-hmm. vintage dressers back to back and then created a kitchen island out of them by putting it a um, solid uh, piece over the top. Really great use that, of that. Even with yeah. antiques. And I have a very large, tall, oversized dresser behind my sofa. And that's between my living room and my kitchen. And it is really wonderful for storage. We filled it full of, well, I did really, Lots of linen napkins. Oh, yes. Your whole family was like, can I please store my linen napkin collection in the dresser, Mom? Uh, Well, I didn't realize how many napkins I had until I went in there. I went, oh, my. Oh, my. There's quite a bit in here. So, yeah. uh, But, yeah. Tablecloths and napkins and uh, aprons. There's a lot in there. But it's really great storage. And then it's right next to my table. So it's really wonderful for that. But yeah, I mean, you could use it for whatever you wanted it for. But uh, I love having dressers. And they do work in bedrooms. Like you said, they work in about whatever room you want. Now, the one I am referring to is oversized. So you wouldn't be able to put it just anywhere. But when you go with the smaller ones, you can really just put them almost anywhere. And I actually like to use a small dresser for my nightstands because I really want as much storage as I can get. And so I do like to put those in the bedroom if if they'll fit. Well, now that we flipped our bedroom around, I'm using a small dresser on Peter's side, but of course it has my t-shirts in it. Tank tops on top, short sleeves, and then the long sleeves on the bottom. He opened it the other day. He was like, hey, (laughs) this is on my side of the bed. Shouldn't this be my dresser? (laughs) But it's this small East Lake. And I was so mad at myself because I had another one. It wasn't an exact match, but it was close enough. And had a little wonky thing going on with the drawer. And I ended up taking it to Goodwill and giving it away probably about a year ago before we flipped the bedroom. And then I thought, ah, so now I've convinced myself I like the idea of having not matching things on either side of the bed. And I I do, I do like that. But, you know, I was like, why did I give that away? Three more drawers, right? Because they're so Mm -hmm. important. This is why dressers can be used anywhere and should be used anywhere. Well, and let's talk about that for a second. If you have a small house, you're going to need storage any place you can get it. So rather than using a table on either side of your sofa, it's not a bad idea to put a little uh, a little chest of drawers there and then you've got all that storage. So, it, you know, and they make these dressers big, they make them small. So instead, any place you might use a small table, use a small dresser and then you've got all of that storage. Yes, that's a great idea because some people wouldn't think about putting a dresser in the living room. You know where you can find small dressers often is in a thrift store or a consignment store. It's a great piece of furniture to thrift or consign because you can paint it, you can strip it, you can change the look of it, and really you've spent almost absolutely nothing on it. You could put some drawer liner inside, you could paint the inside of the drawers, but such a really economical way to go to get a lot more storage in your house. Absolutely. So I found one that is a really kind of on the larger side. It's a 58 inch called the Coffee Six Drawer. So it's got six drawers. Uh, it has the bottom drawers are cedar lined. So you can put some oh, nice. wool in there. 
And the thing, you'll have to look at this one. It's really got so much detail. It really struck me as a, being a very beautiful piece. It has dental molding along the top. And then there's like a f- decorative frame on the front of each drawer. I am kind of in love with the dresser that I'm going to talk about. Oh, re- let me, can I just say one more thing about this that I forgot to mention? Sure. So I think they've actually been planning on you using this not just in a bedroom, perhaps in your living room, because and to put your TV on, because the top drawer folds down, I guess, so you could um, have a DVD player in there, and it has a cord exit out the back. Oh, see, they know that dressers are not just for the bedroom. Exactly. Oh, good. Well, that was a good extra detail. So let me jump into mine now. Mm -hmm. From Serena and Lily. Love Serena and Lily. Oh, me too. The Drift Away collection. So there is a console table in this and also the dresser. And I think the dresser might come in a few different sizes. It's a Parsons-like design. So it's very simple, but it is hand-wrapped in linen and then painted over it. It's gorgeous. So it has this really interesting texture and it comes in this creamy color, creamy white, and then this beautiful Wedgwood blue and a very muted sort of dove gray. It has this really cool circular hardware on it. It is not inexpensive. (laughs) It is beautiful. Oh, this sounds so gorgeous. Wow. Yeah, it's really stunning. So I did put an image of that and the link in Vodacast. And of course, everything we talk about will be linked in our own show notes at decoratingtipsanddricks.com. So before we move on to the next versatile piece of furniture, I'm going to let you know who is bringing decorating tips and tricks to you today. First Republic is uniquely positioned to offer the best of both worlds. With this combination of personal attention and convenience, it's no wonder that First Republic Bank has a client satisfaction rating two times industry average. So whether you're opening a personal line of credit or planning for your retirement, you can count on First Republic to be there for you every step of the way. Visit firstrepublic.com today to learn more. That's firstrepublic.com. Member FDIC equal housing lender. For 50 years, Somfy has been designing and manufacturing motorized solutions for interior and exterior windows and so much more. From shades, blinds, drapes, awnings, rolling shutters, exterior screens, and pergolas, Somfy creates beautiful, reliable, and sustainable solutions for your home. Motorizing your window coverings with Somfy is the perfect solution to so many issues. From those gorgeous but really hard to reach high up windows, you know, the ones with the arches and all those windows that are just a little hard to get to, Somfy solves the problem. You can also save money by saving energy. The cordless feature gets rid of those unsightly cords. And you can also protect your furniture from UV rays. Somfy can also be part of your smart home, regulate it from your phone, your tablet, or even voice control from Alexa. So head over to somfysystems.com slash podcast to get more info. Again, it's somfy, S-O-M-F-Y, systems.com slash podcast. Nutrafol is a game changer. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within using medical grade botanicals. Nutrafol targets the five root causes, excuse the pun, of thinning hair, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. I started using Nutrafol and I have seen a difference already. My hair is healthier, it is growing so fast, and it's thicker. 
you can grow healthier hair with Nutrafol too and support decorating tips and tricks and save money at the same time. For a limited time to U.S. customers, you can receive $15 off your first month's subscription at Nutrafol. Go to Nutrafol.com and use the code DTT at checkout. That's Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com and use the code DTT for $15 off your first month subscription and then toss your hair back. It's going to be gorgeous. Millions of people have improved their mental health and their outlook on life with the help of BetterHelp. BetterHelp is convenient, affordable, and professional online counseling. It is not self-help. If you're suffering from anything that's impeding your happiness, whether it be job stresses, family issues, grief, anything that is stopping you from living your best life, the counselors at BetterHelp can assist you in getting back on track and being the best you you can be. BetterHelp is there for you day in, day out, because it's online counseling. So take charge of your mental health like so many millions of others have already done. Head to BetterHelp, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com, slash D-T-T, to receive 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com, slash D-T-T, for 10% off your first month. Well, the next item that we're going to cover are kitchen islands. And I know, Kelly, you're not really an island girl. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I'm from Long Island, I am not an island girl. I am not a fan of the built-in kitchen island per se. It is beautiful in your house. Let me just say that. And I'm sure it's beautiful in everyone's home that's listening. But we're not talking about built-in ones today. We're talking about an island that you put in and then you can take with you or put in another room. I got so into looking at these because you know at our farm, it's a very small kitchen. There's no, there's not enough counter space. And I've been thinking, hmm, maybe I should get a little, you know, maybe four foot by two feet little island to put in there. And some of these are so cool. They've got wheels on them. I mean, you could push it against a wall. If you're really careful about buying them, some of these, like for example, I found several tables that are counter height. So that would be incredibly versatile and flexible. You could use that as an island, but then maybe later on you put it in a bedroom and just put a chair at it and it's kind of a, a standing desk, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that you could do with these islands. So I think they're very flexible. I love the movable island. Well, you know, I have the table in my kitchen. I guess I could have had just a taller one, but I really like the table height. Yours is beautiful. In this, it just works in my kitchen. But yes, the movable island, I think, is a great idea. And also for someone who thinks, like you're saying, Anita, you know, in at the farm, in that kitchen, it is a smaller area. People might have smaller kitchens. And you may think, oh, I just don't have, I couldn't have an island. How could I possibly do that? Because the built-in islands are oversized usually. And they just take up a whole lot of real estate, a movable island. You can do some of the food prep. You can sit and eat there. You can certainly entertain there, set up a bar or something like that. You or can a do buffet. work there. Yes, or a buffet. Great. And it's just a great place to communicate because otherwise in a kitchen, there's just really work and chores going on. You know, you're facing kind of the wall or you're facing the range or you're at the sink looking out the window. Having an island, whether it's permanent or movable or a table or something, it brings 
everybody around it. So I think it really encourages conversation. And since we all spend a lot of time in the kitchen for meal prep and whatnot, isn't that a nice way to be able to sort of engage your family and actually have a chat? And so I think islands do all of that for us. I think something to think about if you're going to buy a kitchen island is, are you going to want to use it to sit at, to eat? Because some of these smaller islands are made for you to sit at, and some of them are not, because there's no place for you to put your knees, you know, up underneath it. So kind of think that through if you feel like you're going to maybe want to use it for seating. And again, uh, you know, because some of them also have shelves, which is great to have the storage, but if you need it more for extra seating when you have extra guests, that's not going to work well. So actually, I'm really considering one that's actually a counter height table. And if you got one of those... You could also use that for extra seating if you have the, the chairs there. But if you got one of these that had the shelves, you move to another house, it has a built-in island, you don't need it. I think this would be great in a room up against a wall as, as just, just use it as a console. Yeah, yeah. Because so many of them don't really look kitcheny right. at all. Like the one I found. Oh. Yes, what did you find? Okay, it's from CB2. It is just so cool. It is a white marble slab. It's actually made to look like it's all from one slab. So this mm. would be really, really, really expensive if you had it custom made. It's not inexpensive, especially for CB2. It's on the expensive side, but it is stunning. Really, really nice. And it so has do, two are drawers. the sides marble as well or just the top? Yeah, it's all marble. Oh, and it's oh, kind of, it's not those. that waterfall that comes all mm-hmm. the way um, solid down on the side. So it's more like, a, again, like a Parsons uh, squared off, but it is just so sharp looking. And I'm thinking, if oh. you had a kitchen and you knew you did maybe our favorite dark blue, that hail navy, and maybe mm-hmm. some wood floors and the, some brass hardware. Wow. Mm. Gorgeous. Yes. Well, I found an island that reminds me of one I had in our old house. That house did not have an island, so I bought one. And so this one is actually steel with a marble top. But now there were two of these I found on the website. One was iron with a real marble top, but I found one that's a little better price because it's steel. It has a an iron finish, so it's painted to look like iron, and it's a faux marble top. So I think you could get the other one if you want the real marble, but if you wanted more of a bargain, then check this one out that I've linked to. It is the Amelia 53-inch Steel Kitchen Island, and it looks kind of French industrial, and it does have two shelves underneath, and then X- it's got supports on either side that kind of form an X. So I think these are beautiful. And it is similar to something I had years ago. And mine had um, wheels on the bottom. But I don't know. I had some people in my house that were roughhousing and uh, mine broke. So well, wouldn't it be a tempting to wheel your sister around <laughs> on the island? I mean, how, how fun would that be? You know, I will so not I can name see the guilty happening. party. <laughs> Speaking of furniture you can move, how about a pickup chair? Now, what is a pickup chair, you might say? Well, it's simply a chair that is easy to move, one that you can pick up and take from room to room, but it's a comfortable chair. So I think of it as being a little bit larger than a dining room chair, although it could be a dining room chair. And to be honest with you, before I get to the one that I selected, my preference 
My favorite thing to do is to buy antique French chairs and just kind of move these around. But sometimes they're not really that comfortable. Sometimes they're not really suitable for actually sitting on. So just keep that in mind. But I think that's a beautiful look to have a French chair. And boy, they just, they're so small, the antique ones, that they fit anywhere. And you can definitely put them in any room possible. But definitely these extra chairs are great. If you have company coming over, you can put them in your living room and just crowd them in because it's just for a special event. But also you can put them in bedrooms. Uh, Sometimes you can put these at the head of your dining room table. If you have two that match, that's a great look. Maybe just when you have people over and then you can move them back to the bedroom where it normally goes or into the living room. So really these work in so many different places. One thing you want to consider is if it's an upholstered chair, that choose a fabric for this pickup chair that will work all over. Uh, Even if it's a big pattern, try to keep it in your general palette so you can have the flexibility of moving it around. And I love the idea of maybe using two of these as kind of Parsons chairs, even though maybe they wouldn't be Parsons shape, but you know that general idea of having that at the heads of the table, that's a great idea. I think you're so right. Definitely pick a pattern, pick a pick a chair that either doesn't have a pattern or if it does, it's a very simple one. Something that's going to go in a lot of different rooms because if you go with too wild a pattern, then you've missed the point of the whole versatility. <laughs> you can move around. And you're going to have to start this episode over. And that's again. right. That's right. Now, I found one called the Madison Park Tikatan Geometric Pattern Accent Chair. And this one's actually a modern take on a wingback chair. So it's Mm kind of smaller. I think it's like 30 inches by 25 or something like that. So it's a little bigger than a dining room chair, but not super big. So it's, like I said, it's kind of a wingback chair, but not as tall as a normal wingback. And it's kind of smaller wings. It would really look well in a lot of different rooms. Mine is from Garnet Hill. It's their Hamptons chair, which comes in a variety of different patterns and solids. But I picked out the linen buffalo check. Such a great pattern. You can obviously tell that it's Czech, but it's not a dark uh, linen. It's kind of a warm, creamy beige and white, a little bit of off-white. Really nice combination with the big buffalo checks. And it's got these really nice turned wooden legs. It's a very good-looking chair. It just looks like a chair you'd want to grab your book or a magazine or your cat or your dog or something and sort of curl up in. So I could see this. For myself, I could see that sitting in my kitchen where I have the chair that everybody loves to sit in. I could see it in someone's living room. I could definitely see it in a bedroom. And I could even see it in a dining room. It's a great chair. It's easy to move around. It's not uh, too heavy. It's not oversized. So we'll have the link to all of these, including this Hamptons chair from Garnet Hill, in the show notes. The next item is a small dining table. And again, these are just so wonderful to have. They're so nice to tuck in a corner. If you find an empty bare space where you need something, you can just put this there, move it here, move it there. And I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to suggest a drop leaf table. Oh, stop it. That's what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's a drop leaf. (laughs) You can't make me stop. I said it first. (laughs) Drop leaf tables are brilliant. And they were probably... an. Maybe you can do this for one of our defines. Like, when did the drop leaf table first come on the scene? Probably when George Washington was around or before. And we can both have drop leaf tables. That's okay with me. 
fold down. So sometimes both sides fold down and it's a narrow sort of just little console table. And sometimes only one side comes down, but you can push it up against the wall. You can get it out of the way and then you can pull it out and you can flip up those sides and Depending on when it was made, it might be um, a slidey piece of wood that comes around to hold up the end. It might be some metal. There's a lot of different interesting ways. I have several drop leaf tables around my house, and each one of them has a different mechanism to bring the sides up. Mm -hmm. And I just love them. Mine are all vintage or antique. But I know you can get them now. In fact, I have one from World Market for You, which is around only $199. And it's in this weathered gray wood, really sharp looking. You could probably even use this as a very small dining table for two. I would think maybe a bistro size. Otherwise, it could be a nice size end table or just a gaming table. And then when you're not using it, flip the side back push it against the wall, maybe put a lamp on it or a stack of books or something just decorative. But it's a great piece of furniture to have. Well, and that's what I'm thinking. Put the sides down and just use it by a chair during the day. And then if you have people over and you need extra seating, you pull it out and you pop those leaves up into place. Yes, exactly. And if you're in an apartment and you're working from home right now, so you can use this as a half, have half of it up and have it pushed against a window so you can look out and pop up your laptop. There's your desk. And then in the evening, pull it out, pull the side up so it's a full table. And now you have a small dining table. It's brilliant. Right. So Evie, I gave her an antique table that she used to use in her bedroom as her desk. And now that she has her own apartment, that is her dining room table. And it's actually a draw leaf. It's not drop leaf. But if she were to have guests, though, there are two leaves that come out uh, that pull out. So, Oh, yeah. right. So draw leaf, right? So that the, um, the extension parts of the table slide on top of each other, right? Well, it's kind of hidden underneath. So mm-hmm. this pulls out and then pops up. Right. Brilliant. Both of us have all these pieces of furniture in our house. That's why we're encouraging you to think about adding these pieces if you don't already have them to your home because they are so versatile and they're going to serve you well in the home you're living in now, in all the different rooms, and then serve you well if you move on to some new place. The drop table that I found is called the Brookhurst Drop Leaf Rubberwood Solidwood Dining Room Table. And this one's uh, only $260.00. And it's got a gray wash finish. And this is just a very simple, almost maybe like an early American or, or shaker style where the legs are tapered. And it's it's rectangular, but with the leaves up, it's 36 by 20. With the leaves down, it's 18 by 20. So a pretty nice small size with those leaves down. Yeah, that's a great size. Wow. Good find. Well, I'm excited to take a look at the show notes and also to check out Vodacast to see the images of some of the pieces that Anita has talked about. And so I encourage you to both check out our show notes and also check out the images on Vodacast. Anita, what's our DTT defined for today? Well, the term is case goods. And you've heard that term before. I have. So case goods are pieces of furniture such as bookcases or a chest of or a chest of drawers, or a dresser. It's something that provides storage. It's a piece of furniture that does not have upholstery. So think of any kind of a, think of a chair or a bed or a bench. These are not case goods. Case goods, again, don't have upholstery and they're used for storage. Love it. 
good to know. And if you are really into design, like we all are, it's just wonderful to know all these things. It's really, you know, you're just like an encyclopedia for us, Anita. It's wonderful. Oh, well, it's fun. What's your crush? My crush is I just made my favorite marinara sauce that I have not made in a long time. So I thought I would share it with everybody. This is a recipe that I got from a restaurant in Houston. Mm -hmm. And you know how some recipes call for maybe a couple of cloves of garlic. Mm -hmm. This one calls for three heads of garlic. Whoa! <laughs> but it's a, it makes a gallon of sauce. Uh, you can freeze half of it, use it later. But uh, we, I served it again. Everybody loved it. And I thought, well, I think I'm going to share that recipe. Hopefully everyone will enjoy that. So I'll have it in the show notes. Oh, so what's yours? Great. Well, mine is from Garnet Hill. I just got their EcoWise wool gray striped blanket. Mm. And it comes in twin, queen, king, all of that. But just really beautiful. It's just so well made and it has the whip stitch edges. It's just a gorgeous blanket. So now that the weather's turning colder, I thought I'd share that with everyone. The link will be in the show notes. You can see my pattern and then the other uh, patterns that they have that are available. And if you got the twin size, it'd be perfect for over the back of a sofa or something like that. And also, it's machine washable. Sounds wonderful. So thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.